Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. My hair... Your hair's what? I need a haircut. Like that's that's really dude. I gotta is. get little Freddie his his first haircut. His oh, his hair man. is like grown over yeah. his ears. <laughs> Look at this. This is ridiculous looking. Yeah, oh. it's it's getting long. I just got mine cut last week, but I gotta take you yeah. take Freddie to the barbershop or one close friend of mine's a barber. I told him any shot you'll come by the house and cut my hair and Freddie's is like, yes, done deal. Done deal. Easy peasy. So, I'd cut I'd cut Freddie's hair. Actually, I don't know. I think I'd be afraid to cut Freddie's hair. Don't maybe. let me get scissors near Freddie like that. Maybe Bo Bartlett can cut his hair. I heard he's pretty good. Bo Bartlett. Bo Bartlett's fading me up before. He does a good job. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. Bash Mania episode 173. The show's brought to you by our great friends at Attack. If you guys listen to this podcast, you know how much we love Attack. It's an AI strength and conditioning coach, a nutritionist, a mentality mentor. All in one app. All in your pocket, your age, your goals, your program. Guys, if you're not following Attack, if you're not using the Attack app, you're arguably, arguably not serious about getting in shape because this app is amazing. If you're following Ryan Deacon, Trent Hindley, Peyton Prusin, so many others, you'll see that they take this app very seriously. And if the highest of level of athletes are using it, you should. So download Attack, ATAC. It's in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Thank you to Attack for sponsoring That's the show. Mania. Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do? What Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Genzo, coffee talk, first time in a while. I know. What's up, man? I'm looking through. August 12th was our last coffee talk. So there's some miscellaneous news bits that we can talk about. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the upcoming NCAA season. We'll talk about this is like a random end of summer coffee talk, even though summer's been over for a month. Even though it's almost November. But yeah. like end of summer, fall kind of coffee talk, talking random tidbits. Um, if you like this show, if you like coffee talk, you'll probably really like this episode. If you're here for like the latest breaking news, you probably will not like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the latest and greatest really would be anyway. But... Yeah, there's there's not a lot of great out there right now. So, all right, let, let's nah. start real quick because we've talked about football in this podcast before. And and that's and that's just kind of what we talk about all the time, naturally. Yeah. So... Shout out Luke. Luke's not here, but he's in our <laughs> he's in our most active football group chat. So I just like. I don't understand. I don't understand why the Pittsburgh Steelers can't move the football. We we don't need to like get into detail about that, but it just makes me sad. That's really it. I went to sleep at halftime on Sunday night, and it was sixteen ten. And I put a parlay in. I needed some yards, so I woke up in like the middle of the night. And what happens is, if I do a parlay in the middle of the night or on a late game, I go pee in the middle of the night, and then I check Fanduel real quick. Of course, you so have I'm, to. I, yeah. I'm checking and. 
I don't want the spoiler if I won or not. So I go into the score app to check the stats and stuff. And I saw the score was stuck at 1610. And I go, refresh, refresh. Oh, yeah, it's not no, that's, changing. That's how that's the game ended. Of, that's just kind of how it went. Yeah. I don't know. They can't move the ball. It's It's been hard for me to watch, but that, that's that. When is TJ Watt coming back? I have no idea. Like, not soon enough. Like, he, I, I used to, like, last year, with that great Big Ben last year offense, excited when they would go on defense because that was their opportunity to score. Yep. And like, it's going to be the same thing. But And now it's like you have arguably the second best team in the NFL next week. Who do they have next week? Eagles. Oh, you said arguably the second best. I like. How well, the Bills are the best. I know you think that. Argu- arguably, the Bills are the best. For sure. Um, there's there's a few different ways you know you could approach that. I mean, you could say the Eagles are undefeated. The Eagles do play close games. So I think I'd have Bills at the top of my power rankings, though. Yeah, I, I think it would be Bills 1, Eagles 2, Chiefs 3. Those would be my top three power rankings. That's fair. That's, that's kind of how it goes. I think a but... Bills-Philly Super Bowl would break both fan bases. It'd be really fun, and it's here. So, like, yeah, it's it's gonna be a it's good in one. It's in Phoenix, so anything down here is good. Weather's great right now, too. Also, like, it's like just hitting that sweet spot. Yeah, I mean, so many people now. Like, I feel like my the people I follow in Arizona, like that pool of people is getting bigger and bigger. So I'm I'm seeing naturally like nicer weather more and more. And it's like uh, I see Matt McCutcheon just randomly floating in his pool, and it's like yeah. forty here. <laughs> Yeah, Matt Matt does like to just float in this pool too. How often is Matt coming in the room? Um, he was coming in pretty pretty recently for a little bit. And then, you know, pretty much what happened was getting put with me in Zahid every day. So he, <laughs> he hasn't been he hasn't been in, in a little while. I saw the move yesterday that I think the Sunkiss kids put out. That little who put it out was it? Sunkiss kids, oh, Arizona, yeah. somebody, the, the high crotch. To yeah, they just, the get cradle. Of me dick, they just get videos of me dicking around. I think it's great. <laughs> who who in that room would you say surprising you the most? Or impressing you the most? Maybe not surprising you. Um, out of the college, there's a, there's a few of them for sure. Um, names that pop up right away are... Um, Mikhail McGee, Cal Parco, those guys—they get after it. They train hard, and they—you could see like steady improvement on them. And then uh, you know they have there's some other guys too, like in that room too, that not a lot of people would typically know about that are you know pretty good too. Um, it's like, pretty uh, like a, like an Anthony Montalvo transfer kid. Um, he's solid. I think he's going to be tough. Jesse Vasquez, kid too. So. They got something, I mean, obviously, like Courtney and stuff. So they got a good team. I wanna, I wanna kind of go not too in depth, but briefly go weight by weight for the NCAA's. But first, I want to talk a few yeah. senior level stuff. I posted it yesterday or the day before, and I texted you about it. That USA men's freestyle finishing an average place of one point seven five across all ages: cadets, juniors, U twenty three, seniors. And I don't know why that was so impressive to me, but like I was when I saw that the U23 team took third, which was up from seventh last year, 
I was like moderately impressed with the level of depth depth we now have from like top to bottom, old to young. And we were texting a little bit about it because and, and I put a quick article on Rockfin because because it was longer than like what I want to say was longer than Instagram. And it's like every age level finished higher than they did last year. And of course, the negative Nancy's on you know Facebook. It's like, well, no, Russia. Who cares? All wrestlers can do is show up to wrestle. Right. I think I think that like has a factor in it, but I don't think that takes away that I think that we're getting better at wrestling as a country Correct. in general. Yeah. yeah. When you look at like the the when you look at who's on the world team, it's not like it's all new guys and it's like, oh, they just happen to get a bronze. Like it's returning world and Olympic gold medalist getting more gold medals. So the argument right. of like, well, no, Russia, no doubt it plays a factor. But to the, the people on social media that just look for any reason, like I posted something about Carter getting bronze and it's like so much for all of his crap talk. Like, what do you mean? He just went out and got a world medal. And yeah. And like he, he like the match he lost, I think he over wrestled a lot of it, too. Uh, you know, he didn't need to lose that match. And he came back and wrestled great after that and kind of beat everyone up. Scott bronze. I mean, like. And that was he, his that's first international tournament. Right. That's a medal on a world stage. Like, I'm like, you take that, right? That's. Yeah. It's just the, great. The, the people on social that haven't done. And, Car- and Carter's, Carter's probably not even like super pumped about that either he's probably yeah you could see that in his photos i'm sure he i'm sure he wanted to win like i don't you know just because like not a guy that's satisfied with the bronze medal but it's still a good accomplishment and you should believe in yourself and this is kind of a good way in just talking about social media which you brought up and these kids being so active on social and stuff like whether whether you're active or not active i think most wrestlers think the same thing as Carter, like I'm the best in the world. I'm going to go get gold. Whether some vocalize it or some don't doesn't really matter. Most wrestlers right. absolutely think the same thing. And I think you should have that mindset of I'm going to go win a gold medal. And if you fall short and only win a bronze, that's just motivation to go out there and win a gold next time. Like, it's not like, oh man, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Right. Leave it to myself. Let me just not wrestle anymore. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's hard. I'm sure it's hard to do in any circumstance there, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't I don't like the slander either. Um, especially like that that guy specifically. Like you know, like people are like oh, like this kid needs to back up his talk, blah blah, whatever. It's like he's just doing his thing, man. He's he's a good dude. Like just like just because he you know tweets something like about how, about him being confident, right? Yeah. And he doesn't he, – it's not like he's, like, talking down on other people. He's just confident in himself. Right. So I don't I don't understand, like, the the whole, like, uh, like F this kid. He needs to he needs to back up his talk. I mean, he's been – you know, he's a junior in college. He's dominating <laughs> right. college wrestling. He's dominating college wrestling. <laughs> right. He has yeah, ice so. in his veins. Yeah. Uh, it, it is what it is. Haters going to hate, but, like, that's, that's that. Yeah. Um, one of the things you brought up about how good we are at all age levels was mm. social media, kids being more yeah, yeah. active opportunities. Well, yeah, we just have like, there's, there's more film, there's film on everything now. Um, and I think there's just like, 
you know, we better better coaching just all across the board because of that film. And I, I think that coaches, like, especially, like, that run, like, at the youth level are finding ways to make it, like, way more enjoyable and fun for the kids than, like, say, whenever I was a kid wrestling <laughs> and stuff like that. And we were just, right. like, kind of grinding the whole time. Um, it definitely seems like, even, like, whenever I was working at uh, M2 with, like, David and, and those guys, like, you know, we you make it, the kids were, the kids have fun with it. And yeah. I think I think that's something that's really helping our wrestling just like grow in general because like they're, they're like a lot of them like yeah I'm sure their dads make them go to practice still but a lot of these right. kids now like want to they want to go to practice they want to go get that extra workout and they want to learn from you know who like David Taylor's their coach at M2 right. they want to go learn they want to go learn like that's just an example but like I think it's kind of helping us just you know even with the especially like on the women's side too like our women are kicking ass also. So yeah. I think that just like just like seeing how other people are approaching the sport through media, and I, I think it's just I think it's just a bonus. I think it's just a big help for us all the way around. When you were whether it was at M two or coaching at Stanford, did you ever really deal with approaching these kids with the idea of burnout and preventing burnout in the longevity of their career? Like you've done a great job of kind of keeping the fire alive or even when you're like hey i've got a really good coaching opportunity i'm gonna go do this and then that fire was still there like no i can't fully commit to coaching yet i, I want to still compete like you've done a good job at the longevity and having success at different levels what are, what are your thoughts on these kids not burning out like if they are so good so young i mean if you're on twitter you probably can't miss like Bo Bassett, Sam Herring, these kids like four right. fifty-five in the morning taking photos every day. Like they're they're pot committed. Does that worry you at all about any of these kids like burning out or or having success long term? Um, that's a tough question, man. Because like I I know a lot of kids that burn out like that I would wrestle with growing up and stuff. But like the excitement level to train that that you know a lot of kids that I was around had growing up isn't the same as what these kids have now so I I feel like that like they can do more just because like that's what they want to do so that burnout isn't quite there as much but like you still and these coaches uh do a good job like keeping I don't know the kids involved and like while they're there but also like like giving them ample time off and I'm, I'm sure it's not like that everywhere and like, you know, there are kids that, you know, will unfortunately end up burning out and just like, you know, growing away from the sport because that's what happens. But I, I definitely think that we're doing a better job within like our youth wrestling of, you know, not like just trying to like crush these kids and making them kind of like enjoy wrestling and making them want to learn more about it. Yeah. And I think you're also you're seeing more more involvement in youth wrestling you're seeing like this premier league oh, yeah. now you're you know i had izzy on talking about a couple of weeks ago and like how much they're doing to put an emphasis on strong development and putting a focus on the right things where it's like i remember when i was a kid like it, it was such a different world wrestling oh yeah like you would you would look at somebody just think it's like an eight-year-old cutting weight or something like just a look of misery like not fun it's it's so different. And I think if our if our youth doesn't burn out, I think we're going to be very, very good for a very long time. So, so do I. And I think we're just getting better, too. Like you see, like our age level guys kind of just performing super well. Um, 
and like even just like eyeball tests like watching like younger kids you're like yeah hey, damn like that they these guys can wrestle so I, I think it's pretty cool and i think we're just purely trending in the in the right direction yeah and for you like talking yeah. a little bit about you competing I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago because originally J.O. was going to come on and this kind of applies to both of you. Like your guys' toughest path or one of the biggest hurdles in your path to world medals is the guys on our own soil. Oh, yeah, that's like one of the toughest things right now. And that's why you see a lot of guys wrestling for other countries, which I think is great. Like I'm I'm all for that. Um like if you if you're not going to make the team here and you want to go compete and go get it like an international medal like power to you you know i'm i'm cool with that so for you though like what is your thought process when you see us having more and more success cuz it's like obviously you're happy for the country mm-hmm. but but then it's also like damn like you're I, talking 74 79 like damn Dakin Burroughs win again you know what i mean yeah, like I, I just got to step my game up that's really it i mean um you know, it means that those guys are, that's still the standard. They're still the standard. Yep. So that's just what, you know, that's what you need to attain. That's really it. Like Kyle Dake and JB, that's the standard pretty much of excellence at, at like these middleweights. Right. So it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're great wrestlers. They've been great for a really long time. And like, I think, I don't know how much longer, like they're both going to do it, especially JB, but like, I bet they could both keep wrestling and keep being successful for, for a bit. Um, JB's done after 2024. I don't know about Dake. Yeah, but so it's like for me, it's just like it's 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 actually kind of cool to watch because it's like I've been watching these guys wrestle since their you know beginning of their college careers, right? Yeah. And uh it's just like it's like guys like you know, I why why can't I do that? You know, yeah. so like I and I, I feel like <clears throat> if you if you're on like the senior circuit like that's like kind of the attitude that you should have like yeah no i agree what i'm excited for with you is a full year of competing yeah well whenever whenever we get to that point we'll 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 talk about it more (laughs) but we still we still got a little bit like until i until i could get back out and wrestle so but you have your eyes on you I just like I we got some time. Like I still have a few months. I mean, you know, ranking series like you know, in the uh January, February, whenever that time comes, like that's probably what we got next. So um I'm just training and preparing for that really. Working all my stuff. You haven't competed overseas yet, right? Never. I'm so excited to. I was gonna say, are you excited yeah. to like hell yeah, I'm pumped. Like it's it's just gonna be a completely different experience for me and like no, I've never even been like overseas, like as a, person. <laughs> as a person, as, as a person, <laughs> not even as a wrestler, but as a real, as a real life person. person. Oh man, I I think it'd be fun for you. You know, I, these are the things I think about, like just getting excited for like, like you in when USA goes overseas and a lot of guys go. I've yeah. noticed that. Like, let's say, for example, college guys and teammates kind of meet up again and they go on this trip again. Like, let's say oh, yeah. you and Nick Lee get to go compete overseas. Like, be great. you know what I mean? Like, that's that's going to be so cool. And I think that's one of those mm-hmm. things that Nick Lee's overseas trips are very fun to follow on Instagram. If you're not following Nick, go follow him. Like, you feel like you're coming along for the ride. 
I love, I love that dude. He's 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 one of a kind. He's he's hilarious. But yeah, you gotta you gotta follow along. If you don't follow Nick Lee on social media, you have to. His his yeah. stuff's kind of fun. And follow Nick Lee Cooks. And um, Nick Lee Cooks. Few more. I like that he po- he posted that little like like clip like uh, of him getting like a takedown in the NCAA finals like last year. And yep. like I just commented like Nick Lee Cooks because because that's what he was <laughs> that's what he was doing. He was yeah. Cooking. Nick, yeah. Nick Lee is Nick Lee Cooks. That might be Nick that. Lee, episode, that might be the episode title for this. Nick Lee, Nick Lee Cooks. That should just be his thing for now on. Not even like, yeah, not even no, just with food. Just right. like, in, like as a real person. Right, as a real yeah. person. Um, a few more things to talk about before we talk college season. Mm. USA Iran World Cup could be very very exciting, and I posted this out a couple weeks ago, and I want to clarify. I posted that we could see a Yanni World Finals rematch. That is purely what I want to see. Iran yeah, has def- said they're coming. Like yeah, the way it works is the top. I know they're coming too. The, yeah. yeah, the top five teams of the World Championships get invited to the World Cup, and then I believe a sixth team, which is like the all-world team. So there's another team that comes that I don't for I believe women's been announced, not men. But I don't know. I know Yanni was on here the last episode saying how bad he wants that rematch at the World Cup, wants to see where he is one match later. So I know that and I don't think we are. I know we are not going to send all of our number ones to this event. No, I've already. Yeah. Like, so I know Yanni wants to go and I'm hoping his world finals opponent from Iran goes. And that's why I used those two in the graphic. I know the USA is going. I know Iran is going what those lineups look like. We don't know. I will 100% say it will not be all number ones from both countries, but it will be a very, very good duel. And with the other teams too, but like I had said, USA at all age levels averaged a 1.75 place finish. Iran's 2.25. So Iran and U.S. are right there at all mm-hmm. age levels. Cadets, juniors, U23, seniors. It Iran is going to be a, a great event. Iran has a ton of good younger like guys right now. They're younger. They're like younger crew. The guy that wrestled Johnny, the guy that wrestled JD in the finals. Like they, they have a lot of like good younger wrestlers right now. Yeah, they they're have. Not, they're like they're ninety. They're ninety-two kilo. That wrestled Jaden. He's really good. Also. Yep. Um, they have these guys that are like the next up and coming like Yanni's final opponent. They were basically calling him the next Yazdani. Like it, they're just like yeah, we have guys coming up. Iran does. And yeah, he's young. So that's going to be a fun event. I'm hoping we announce the, the lineup sooner rather than later. I believe USA wrestling is trying to figure out who's out, who's in. And then for the guys who are out trying to find replacements, Typically, what they do is they just go to the next guy on the roster. You, um, have, to on go, the, you have to go down the ladder, yeah, um, of of the weight class because I I couldn't wrestle seventy four at, at the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, because I I asked if I couldn't wrestle. <laughs> you asked before I, anything. You just said, "Hey, I want to wrestle here." I just asked Mark. I was like, "Hey, if these guys like if if Kyle doesn't wrestle seventy four like at the cup, World Cup, like would I be able to?" And the answer was no. That I'd have to do it at seventy nine because. So I wrestled the trials and everything. Yeah. And I'm like fourth anyway. So like, whatever. Yeah. That I think it's going to be exciting no matter who wrestles. I hope you wrestle. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm absolutely not. 
<laughs> no, like I'm like I'm out of that. Yeah. All right, sorry guys. Chendo's out of the yeah. World Cup. Um, another. I was, I was, I was, I was never in. I just didn't get <laughs> well, I felt like I just kind of built that up a little bit, like there was a potential, and you just slammed the door shut on that. So we're now taking on roller coaster ride this morning. I, I, I know Zahid's going. Zahid's going. That'll mm-hmm. be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew David wasn't going, but I'm glad Zahid is. Zahid's. Zahid's such a beast. He's awesome. He's really he's very good at wrestling. I'm excited to see if he gets a match with Yasnani too. That'd be cool to see. Yeah, that'd be really good to see where he stacks up. Um, another it's a lot of horsepower with that that dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Another right. piece of news from last month that was never really talked about in the podcast was Soriano staying with Cliff Keen through 2024, and it's interesting mm-hmm. for two reasons. One is that I had said a hundred times I don't think he's ever going to wrestle again because because. Soriano is so built for the MMA crowd. I thought after NCAAs, it felt like he was ready to go right to MMA. Like, give him tens of thousands in, a, in an arena. He doesn't yeah. seem like the guy who wants to go to the Bill Farrell and, you know, wrestle in YAC. He feeds off the crowd. Like, you saw that in, in Detroit. Like, he, what? Let's say who doesn't. Oh, no, <laughs> for sure. So I, I am surprised because I had said a couple of times, like, I don't think we see Nick Lee wrestle or Nick Soriano wrestle anymore. Easy I'm, to confuse those two for sure. <laughs> I'm also surprised that not really surprised, but it's worth noting. You're going to see schools spend more and more money on NIL. Let's get it like alumni is going to donate and you're going to see money from business, local businesses everywhere else pouring to try to get the guy on the team to get their college team a championship more than they care about what they're going to do in the senior level. So I am happy to see that that Michigan and Cliff Keen, it wasn't just a one year Michigan. Let's go get an NCAA championship. I'm glad they're keeping him around for a couple mm-hmm. of years because I I'm OK with NIL money coming in to build bigger and better teams, but I don't want to hurt the senior level athletes. And I'm good to see that Cliff Keen and Michigan are keeping Soriano around after that experiment of bringing him on for one more year or bringing him for one year period. Yeah. I, I like Nick Soriano. I, th- I, I think that uh, someone was trying to get him to come back here. I think like afterwards, but I don't think that worked out obviously, but yeah, yeah that did not work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like so I was I was with him for one year. Yeah, he's he was a guy that like I liked having him in the room. Like he's gonna hold himself and everyone else accountable like around him. And yeah, and he's I, also just a very very good wrestler. <laughs> oh yeah, he's awesome. Like he's I think he's very good. Um, he can. I don't know, man. I him on a him on the international scene. Like he's. He's just so hard to score on. He holds position so well. I think he's built more so for freestyle wrestling. Do you think he wrestles for U.S. or Italy? U.S. I think Italy. You think so? I don't know. I, I think it's zero, a, I have zero yeah, information. I, I have zero information either. I'm just saying gut says Michigan, their guys tend to wrestle more for right. other countries other than mm-hmm. the U.S. I also just, if you're going to you're you're around guys that have the philosophy of wrestling for other countries so that's an influence of hearing that perspective where 
you're basically all but guaranteed to make the team and you can just focus on I'm just gonna ask I'm just gonna ask Hannes because Hannes is in Michigan also and he wrestles creatively. If you could do that and report <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. It's also kind of crazy that Soriano has one of the biggest followings on social media for I want to say college wrestler, but he's done now in college. But he's got 114,000 followers on Instagram and he has one post, sorry, two posts in the last year. One was it, it announcing Michigan. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. And one was just announcing the Michigan move. And one was just him and his mom. <laughs> like nothing <laughs> having to do with wrestlers. Like, yeah, mom, we did it. Which I love. But it's funny that there's nothing. 100%, 100% man. Oh, man. I wish I could do that. Good for him. Yeah. And, and, and it was it was kind of like back in May. He was just in L.A. Just I, I think Nick on Instagram would be fun. Like, give so, us more so Soriano I, he, on social. He used, to, he used to, like, be a little active. And that's probably yeah. why he has that following. But, like, he hasn't been for a while. I don't blame him. I hate using Instagram. Um, well, Nick also has a huge following. I'd say his following was the biggest contributor was being so good in Jersey where they worship their good wrestlers. Like, that is true. And the whole and the whole transfer thing. Like, he kind of changed the game. Like, yeah. he, was the, he was the first person to transfer Big Ten to Big Ten that they let wrestle. Or, like, interconference. Well, and, and don't forget, Big Ten to Big Ten to Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big Ten, Big Ten, Big Ten. I was, just, I was just talking the Penn State to Rutgers move, which yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm happy that that ended up working out the way it did. Like, like I'm happy they changed the transfer rules. Maybe not. Where like you NIL can compete now. like right away? You mean? Yeah, yeah. Where you don't like lose a year? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's stupid. It's actually funny because if you look back, like we're a little over one year removed from NIL. And mm-hmm. nothing groundbreaking has happened. Like you're not seeing like no, no, nothing, nothing crazy has happened. Like no. you're seeing guys transfer, and you're seeing the conversation about was it nil, you know? But it's not like the, there's nothing that's been like oh my gosh, nil ruined this or greatly improved this. Like it's just some college no. kids making a little bit more money. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's kind of what it turned into, and that's. And that's great. I mean, it definitely, I don't know. Um, it, it affected me directly at one point in time. But I don't even know if that, like, that could have happened either way. Yeah. So, whatever. Like, yeah, whatever. Hey, pay, uh, pay, 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 pay the kids. Yeah. Let them kids yeah. get paid. I forgot how For Jay-Z real. said it. I don't know how Jay-Z said it either, but pay the boys. All right. So, speaking of Michigan, Soriano, NIL. Let's yeah. let's go through the weights real quick for uh, the college season. I'm really excited for the season because I feel like shout out Josiah at Fanco because it's hard not to be a fan of that kid. But he loves college wrestling so much. And I focus so much on freestyle because that's where my friends compete. It's where my clients compete. So I'm naturally like freestyle. I also think there's a weak spot in coverage. So and, and I'm, yeah. I'm so happy to see like. PRTC put out a thing today that Berger and McKenna are going to compete. They leave today to compete next week. I'm glad. Uh, oh, shoot. I just spilled. Shoot. Becca, can you bring me a towel? I just spilled <laughs> coffee all over my keyboard. Yo, Freddie, oh. bring him a towel. 
Freddy's asleep. Um, no, let no. me see. I'll look at it on my phone. I had no idea about that. Nobody does. And that's what I'm talking about. There's a void in coverage. Um, they're competing in the Kunayev DA Senior Freestyle Tournament next week. They're going to Kazakhstan. Jeez, good for them. So I, I'm, I love to see clubs saying where their guys are going, but there's such a void in coverage. That's one reason why I try to put out content around the senior level. Um, but Josiah and Fanco, and I think he's had a couple guys helping him now. He's he's such a lover of college wrestling. He puts out so much good content. And I feel like I'm starting to get more and more excited for the college season now that you're on the corner. You know, practice is officially underway. And I'm glad that you don't have official ties this year. Yeah. Like, you, nice, right? you, you have three biases. You went to Penn State. You mm -hmm. obviously built some relationships at Stanford. And now Absolutely. you're in the room with Arizona State. So you're... You have a nice mix of bias, but not that like direct I'm still, tie. I'm I'm still absolutely biased and directly tied to how, certain individuals. How would you rank your bias right now? Before we go through, wait, I feel like we have to that's, make that clear. That's so tough. Um, my bias comes from more personal connections than where I've been. If yeah. that makes sense. Same. <laughs> Like I'm gonna and pick not just I didn't go to college. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Shane Griffith to win 165 pounds. Like that's Dude. that's a done that's a done deal. 165 is actually the weight I think I'm most excited for. Gotta be the top it's, three it's, guys it's are sick, NCAA it's champions. Sick, it's sickening. They're all so good. There's multiple guys that can win. Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves though. I know. But but to answer your to yes, I agree with you. I'm the same way. Like it's I'm a Penn State fan. I've talked about it a thousand times why. I'm not gonna tell it again. But I'm like a relationship guy first, and especially like as I sponsor right. athletes, as I grow, I also like people are so silly. On Bash Mania Instagram, I'm always trying to at least support and boost and promote the guest of the show. Right. So I put out a graphic about Carter winning bronze just because I had time that day. Like I run a very busy company in October. October has been our gonna, best month in 15 years. I was going to text you the other day and just see how you were and say, you seem like you've been really busy lately. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's really it. Yeah. October is our best month in 15, 14 years. Hey, so when I when I produce some of this content, it's because I actually have time. So I put out a cartographic, and then I was so disgusted at one of the games on Sunday that I decided to make a couple of graphics. Actually, it was Sunday night. It was during the Steelers and Dolphins. What are you doing so, to me, man? You keep talking crap. <laughs> so <laughs> I put out a couple of graphics. And so I'm just like, why not Tanner Sloan? Like, why didn't you make a graphic for him or whatever the guy said? It's like, dude, like I I do this when I can. But my yeah. allegiance and, and who I will help will always be my friends, guests of the show. So I agree with you. Like, having those close relationships is always who you go for over a school um, mm -hmm. tie in our situations. So, all right, we'll start with 125. It, it seems like it's Spencer versus everybody here. Yeah. that's kind Especially of, that's, if he's healthy. And I'm also, I'm curious, two things. One, if he's going to be on a pitch count, how much he's actually going to wrestle. I hope he should, all he the, should be. I hope. 
Wrestling is better when our stars wrestle. Senior level, college, whatever it is. The more people get to see those, the better. But I agree, but that, that dude is like been through the ringer yeah and if you talk about like whether it's spencer and how many injuries he's been through or you talk about all that all that matters is that he bumps up to 133 whenever they wrestle penn state that's all that that's all that matters he will never do it but there's nothing i want in college wrestling more yeah everyone wants to see that and like here's the thing if you go up to 33 and you lose no one cares Correct. We just want to see the match. We just want to see the match. Absolutely nobody cares. Like who was it? No, was it no one Steph no Gross and, and Bryce Meredith? Who who wrestled a couple yeah, of years yeah, with them two, right? Yeah. Was Seth and Bryce, nobody yeah. thinks about that match right now. Like it was something no. cool in the moment, and and they both earned a lot of respect for doing it. Like absolutely would, would love to see that. By the end of the year, like I'm I'm super happy that the all-star classic is back this year. By the yeah. end of the year, nobody will be thinking about who wins or loses that. It's what happens in NCAAs. No. Yeah, the All-Star Classic, it's it's a cool match. Like, get to set the tone a little bit, but like it doesn't matter. No, correct. Um, so yeah, if I'm I'm I think Spencer's gonna be on a pitch count. It'll be interesting to see if somebody I don't know how much homework you've you've done on this weight. Do you have a dark horse at this weight? Um, no. I really don't. It's I'm gonna look. I'm gonna pull the rankings. Actually, I actually just had them up, and then you know how my internet's been really good. Uh, no. Let me see. If here. you look, strictly- I mean, Nico, Nico Provo, Stanford. I mean, shout out Nico, stud. Yeah, that's that. That'd be really about it. But like, he's a dark horse. If we don't know who he is, that's really about it. Uh, if you look solely at rankings, he'll be coming out. He'll be coming out as a true freshman. Uh, like Robbie Howard as a fifteen, like Robbie uh, Howard. On flow, I like Robbie get on the podium too. Robbie's a good wrestler. Yeah, I don't look at flow rankings anymore. Just Intermat. Yeah, I should probably be on Intermat, huh? Yeah, just personal preference. You know, it's it's kind of easier to navigate Intermat rankings anyway. All right, yeah. Um. No. There's a lot of guys in this weight class that like are very exciting to think about potential matchups, but it does seem like it's Spencer versus everybody and it's not even close. That's how it usually goes, though. Yeah. I mean, Glory can give anybody a match. You can't count him out, but it's Spencer. No, like Brandon Courtney, Pat Glory, you can't count these guys out, but if, if you're an odds maker, this is maybe one of the biggest favorites at a weight. Yeah, for sure. Very risky bet, by the way, if you could bet it, because he has to stay healthy. And that kid is banged up. He is. Um, like I said, he's been through it. Which, by the way, I, I guess we can talk about it now or later, but my pick for the Hodge is Yanni. Me too. I was going to say me too, yeah. And one of the I, reasons I had, like, why... A, I, had some, I had some rankings and everything for that too. Hodge rankings like preseason in my brain. Okay, let's save it then for after we go through the weights. Yeah, um, just like a, just a, just a few guys. Thirty three. I am super super excited for. Um, I oh, think Vito comes up. I think Roman's gonna win it again. I. I think I think McGee's gonna take out take out fix. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that a bias or a non bias prediction? Bias prediction. Bias prediction. 
Yeah. I mean, look at Roman has shown that as great as Dayton is, he's beatable. And oh yeah, Roman's. Beat I think him. I think there's some really really good wrestlers up at the top here. Yeah, Ragason is due to break out. I mean, that kid is just an absolute stud. And Mickey's coming back. Mickey can beat pretty much anyone too. Oh, hometown bias. We didn't talk about the hometown bias. <laughs> Mickey beat <laughs> Mickey beat Dayton what two years ago? Beat Fix two years ago. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. No, maybe uh, three. He... Two years ago was COVID. Oh man. Forgot that COVID year, huh? <laughs> you blacked it out of your brain. <laughs> ten, ten years, ten years ago, it happened. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's hometown. Yeah, that's hometown Jan- bias, and just like January you know, twenty nineteen. That's how long ago that was. Oh geez, yeah, almost four, almost four years ago. Yeah, wow, three one match at the Oklahoma State Pittsburgh duel. See how um, what is what a stupid memory I have. <laughs> Um, but yeah, random stuff. I I think Roman, I think Roman's gonna do it again. I yeah. I mean, look at he. There's there's no reason there's there's not there's no reason to believe otherwise at this point. Yeah, and by the way, these like you obviously Dayton is right there, amazing wrestler. Oh oh, yeah, but you have to pick. He's a a world silver medalist, man. He's awesome. Which is crazy. (laughs) It's crazy that the world silver medalist isn't like. The number one in the weight, like he's second in the world, and he's different. second in NCAA. It's crazy. Different game, yeah. But Roman, Roman, he's on his shit. Like you know, he's he wouldn't be coming back. He wouldn't be coming back this year if he wasn't coming back to win another one. Yep. So that's yeah, kind of how no, that goes. I I agree. I, I'm excited. I don't think we're gonna see him on a full schedule either. Um, he he's coming back because he wants one more NCAA championship. He wants one more. Yeah, um, no, he won't be on a full schedule either, and that's fine. He as wants you, he wants March excitement. Want to watch but, him, and that's yeah, but, another reason why I didn't really put him on like I didn't put him in my top like Hodge guys because I didn't think he'd be wrestling a ton. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I think him and Spencer both need to wrestle a full year, and I don't think either one will. Right. Um, forty one. 41 is honestly a pretty open weight. Oh, it's wide open. Like, you got Cole Matthews one, Real Woods two. I mean, Lear is down at five. Carter Young, 13. Oh, Bartlett, 16. Bartlett, 16. Alvarez. Jesse Vasquez, Vasquez, 18. ASU bias. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. What what is your pick for this weight? What do you think of oh, it? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. I mean, I don't either. I don't think I can like make a prediction in this weight until at least half the season is through. But I am excited. Nah. I I like like we mentioned one sixty five and how exciting it is, and we'll talk about it in a couple minutes, obviously. But like, I also love these weight classes that are wide open, where it's anybody's game. How bad do you want it? And like, obviously, like so, like. I would say like uh, I'm I'm pretty tight like wise both with Cole Matthews and Real Woods like those are like both my boys. <laughs> yeah, hometown <laughs> and, bias, most recent right. coaching bias. Yeah, <laughs> so like I'm excited to watch them scrap it out again. I mean, last year Cole won with a with a big move, um, and then you know he's it's not like he just won with a big move, right? You have to finish the match. So big move shuts him down. That's a win. Um, yeah. They're gonna re- are they wrestling at the All Star Classic? Yeah, um, they are. Ooh, they are. 
I guess we should factor in some of those matches. So at 125, Pat McGee versus Brandon Courtney. At 133, Courtney. Lucas Bird versus Michael McGee. McGee. Yeah. And then at 41, Cole Matthews versus Real Wood. So right out of the gate, we're getting I one got, versus two. I got I got Real in the All-Star Classic. I, I do too. Gonna, I think he's going to want it really bad. But yep. that's not – I'm not saying that's how the rest of the year is going to pan out. No, I agree. I think Real's had a lot of time. I mean, that was his last match in NCAAs, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like the match um, he's. Was it? Yeah. I think that was his last one. Um. So yeah, that that's got to be fresh in his mind. I, I would go real there, but I agree with you. I think at the end of the year it could be something totally different. But it super, super excited. Or it could be the same thing. Like if Real Wood, right. if Real Woods wins an NCAA championship, I am not Zero. surprised. Not even man. No, like, not even a little bit. A little bit, yeah. No, he's he's a stud, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's move it along here. All right, forty nine is maybe. I think, I think Yanni's going to win the Hodge. I think he's the best pure wrestler in college wrestling. Would um, you say Yanni is more of a favorite than Spencer to win the weight? I don't know. I think Yanni. Is arguably the best wrestler in college, which is why I, I think I, he's going to no, win the Hodge. I, I think, but he think does he like is. to have like Sammy Sasso, like the the level of talent. I think at forty nine is greater than twenty five. I would say. Yeah, I agree. Um, you have Yaya Thomas, who just wrestled in U twenty threes. Yaya is good, man. Very good. Yaya is good. Parker's good. I think Abbas is going to have a bounce back year. Also, bias. But for I the really Penn State I, fans listening, wrestle Shane Van I, Ness. Yeah, Shane Van Ness. What do What do you think of that? Yeah, I think Shane's going to be good. I think he's going to be ready to wrestle. I'm excited to watch him. Man, yeah. I'm kind of excited. I'm getting excited to watch college wrestling now. Same, dude. That's why we're doing the show today. <laughs> wow. Look what we did. I Look what I did to myself. <laughs> See, um, you came that, in with a football mindset. but I always come in with a football mindset. And All-Star Classic is Sasso and uh, Gomez. I am excited to see what Gomez does this year. I think he's I got, fired up. I, I got Sasso in that match, I think. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. <sighs> I don't know who I'm picking in that match. I, It's going to be that match where it's like whoever wins, I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Like, Sass is a very, very good wrestler. Gomez is also a very good wrestler. He's very hungry. Gomez beat him last year, right? I believe so. Let me check. Yeah. Shout out WrestleStat, one of the best websites on the internet. They're both pretty damn good, though. Gomez beat Sasso 6-5. Before he wrestled Bryce Andonian for the second time in another thriller than Cedar Blaze. I got I got Sasso. Um I think it's a scrap either way, but Well, Gomez beat him twice in a row. Gomez beat Sasso eight yeah. five at Big Tens. I forgot about that. Then mm-hmm. beat him six I remember, five. I remember the big Ten history often repeats it, history often repeats itself. Give yeah. me Austin Gomez at the cool. All-Star I like, Classic. I, I like it. I like it. We need we need to differ here. Yep. All right. Moving I'm going, on. I'm going, the, I'm going with the PA guy though. Sammy Sasso. Okay. No bias. Uh 49 no bias. though. It's it's Yanni. <laughs> I think Yanni by a landslide. This is a guy who is just just off, you know, 
again, a world silver medalist, but the reigning world silver medalist. And he's hungry. And I just had Yanni on the show and he talked a lot about this upcoming season about like he's just really good. Like that's that's really it. He's really good. And he just wants and he's just going to keep getting better. Like I don't. Yeah, I think he te- I think he tears up everybody this year. He did last year, too. Yeah. Um, And it's it's Yanni Gomez right out of the gate. Like their first dual meet. Where is hold on one second. Where's Ridge Lovett? He's four. But he's why in Nebraska. He, <laughs> why is he four? This was talked about. If you go back to my tweets, people were talking about this. I believe it is. I, I can't remember now the whole chain of who beat who. Yeah, but he made the finals, whatever. Ridge lost to Yanni at NCAA's. So did, so did everybody else. Lost to Gomez twice throughout the year. That that explains it. Lost to him at Big Tens. Lost to him in the Nebraska-Wisconsin duel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So his only two losses last year, basically, or only two people he lost to. No, he lost to, to Max Mern, A medical forfeit to Max Mern. Um, Yanni Mern. twice, Gomez twice. Uh, yep. That first match with Yanni was wild too. All right, I just wanted to see where my boy was. He told yeah. me he, he told me he was going down to forty one, and I was like, bro, like, why? So did he change his mind and stay at forty nine, or is there still a spot he shot oh, he goes I down? Have, I have no idea now. Listen, I would love him to go to forty one. Throw so yourself in. Throw yourself in that mix of that wide open if field he day. Can, if he can make that and feel good, I'd go for it. Yeah. If you can make it and feel good, that's the key. And feel good. There's if two big ifs. If yeah. you can make it, if, if you, you can feel compete good. at a high if you can compete at a high level there. Like that's yeah. that's the move. All right, one fifty seven is is like skip. <laughs> Just a hard pass. It, pass. It's, I'm it's, not watching this weight. It's it's pretty wide open this year. If 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 a if AOC is healthy, um, I could see him winning it. Another one. Um, I'm excited to see Andonian up a weight. I don't know if he'll be as good at 57 as he was at 49. And I don't know. These guys are solid. Like Brayton Lee's good. Will Luan's good. Peyton Rob is good. Corey is freaking good. Um, All Star Classic is Team versus Luan. What's your pick for that? pass <laughs> i didn't know we were implementing passes <laughs> I, I i do the passes um, all right I, i'm going wait no for no, no. it's 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 andonian one teamers not wrestling originally it was teamer did that change yeah i don't think he's wrestling right now okay all right so if that's the case if it's andonian andonian luan give me andonian I got Andonian too, and it's going to be, I think, actually, no, give me Luan. I think Luan's going to be solid and beat him. I changed my mind. You Brain can't, different. it's very hard because anytime I pick against an Izzy kid, I'm like, ah, but he's an Izzy kid because they're so good and capable of winning any match they're ever in. Yeah, I, I got Luan. Um, I think that's, a, that's an absolute toss up. Like, I could be dead wrong too, but yeah. I think he's going to just be solid. Um, 
I'm actually excited to watch it. I'm I'm excited to watch All Star Classic now, man. It's gonna be very exciting. <laughs> yeah, I will. November twenty second for those wondering, because I know there's gonna be tweets. Um, for this with this weight class, like in general, I have absolutely no idea. Um, I'm I I I'm going with AOC comeback season. Like that's my I think that's what's happening. We'll see how healthy he is, but that's that's kind of like a wild card pick for me. Yeah, I think Ed Scott has the potential to go off and have Ed Ed Scott's a beast, man. He has the potential to go off and just. I remember when he really made an impression on me. I believe it was Ed Scott, David Carr, last year CKLV. Ed Scott took David Carr into overtime. I believe. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. No, maybe I'm thinking that maybe that was Peyton Rob. I think that was Peyton. Peyton it was Peyton Rob. Yeah, it was Peyton Rob. Peyton Rob Peyton, really Peyton impressed Rob. me that one. Where did Peyton Rob? Peyton yeah. Rob's a beast too. I wrestled with him over the summer a little bit. He's he's a stud. He's another guy mm-hmm. who could go on an absolute tear. He really. Yeah, he he can, man. Like, I think I think that's this is actually a way where quite a few guys can end up winning it if it stays like this. But we'll see how the season shakes up. See if someone yeah. like comes out in front. You know. Yeah. Um, it's funny that Peyton Rob made such an impression on me during that match. I thought it was Ed Scott. Mixing up in my mind because they're, they're they're both so talented that I can't remember the match that Ed Scott really, really impressed me. But there was a match that like I'm like, dang, this kid is like right there. So 57, absolutely wide open. 165 is my favorite weight that I cannot wait for. The one, two, and sick, three man. are it has a all place in my heart. Yeah, and the top three are all NCAA champions. You have O'Toole, Shane, Carr. Oh, 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 we messed up. Quincy's staying at 57. I'm going with Quincy. Quincy's staying at 57? Yeah, Quincy's staying at 57. I got Quincy. Even though he's on the rankings at 65, he's staying now. I got Quincy Monday. Yeah. Quincy is wrestling. I don't know if he still is, but the original matchup was... 65 at the All-Star class. It's... uh... It's Carr, just... Quincy, and Hamidi O'Toole. Both. We get 265 matches because his weight is yeah, so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm well, taking got... Carr and O'Toole in those two matches. Same. So that's, yeah. that's what I that's what I have too. I think I think Carr and Quincy might be like the match of the event though. Um Yeah, I could see that. But yeah, I got I got O'Toole over Hamidi. I'm excited to see uh improvements Hamidi will make from last year this year like adjustments or things will change up because he was good last year as a true freshman so you can only go only going to go up from there in my opinion yeah if if Hamidi continues the path that he was on last year he is setting himself up for an absolute amazing amazing year this year just a good career yeah I'm going with um car for the season I I mean Car is oh, I just got, I got Shane. I got Shane. I, I'm going car. <laughs> that that is also like car is one of my guys that is not only like I, I love David Carr too. Their their whole family, they're awesome. They're good people. David Carr is like it's not only a bias pick. I feel like if I had no bias, I'd maybe still pick car. I don't like I do not oh. like that we're both not sleeping on them. But the fact that neither of us are going with number one O'Toole is kind of foolish. The returning champ. (laughs) returning champ. Absolutely, yeah. He's uh, 
I mean, but he, if if O'Toole was like minus one fifty to win, and David Carr was like plus one sixty, like yeah, that's the line I'm taking. I'm taking whatever the David Carr line is. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just I'm going with Shane just because I'm biased and I I, I want to see him get it back. Yeah, I'm going with my bias. I want to see Carr get back on the top of the podium. Um, either either way, Facundo. Like, Penn State. I'm excited right. to see what he does. He's he's a little beast. Oh, what a what a weight, man. Mm-hmm. This weight is this crazy. is the weight this year. You yeah. also have guys like Karchula in there, who are just he's unbelievable really wrestlers. And it's like, like if all of a sudden Karchula goes undefeated this year, and makes the finals of the NCAA tournament. Not too many people are going to be surprised. Uh, I think I'd be a little surprised because really? this is a tough weight. Yeah. Yeah, especially okay. But hear me you, out. Wait, hear me out. Hear me out. Ton of, who I'm, who's I'm in the Big Ten? I was just saying that not a not a ton of hammers in the Big Ten, huh? So the Big Ten finals could be Cam Amin, Hamidi, Karchla. How about a Hamidi Karchla Big Ten final? That wouldn't be surprising at all. That's like Karchla is set up to have a very good year. Yeah. Give me the over on his win total. <laughs> I, I want that. <laughs> Man, FanDuel needs to step up and have wrestling lines over Karchula win total this year. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm I'm on it. We need to see where they're competing at, too. We need to see what tournaments. Facundo's let's say at 23. Excited to see how he can do. All right. Moving on. All right. Let's go up to 74. 74, we started the show talking about him. It is Carter Staraki at one. Uh, Makai Lewis, Mikey Labriola. Look, it's good. I think it's going to be the same finals. Like, I don't really see anything else happening here. I mean, you never you never know, right? That's why they wrestle the matches. But I think it's going to be Carter Makai. Yep, I agree. And I think Carter has ice in his veins, and I don't think – I think Makai taking the Olympic red shirt, he's never been the same since. Very, very, very good wrestler. I don't think he's been the same in college since. Yeah, I mean, I, I got he's Carter. Good. He's very he's good. good. He's very, he's very, good. very good. I mean, like, I don't know what you mean by hasn't been the same. Like, he made the finals last year again. Um, he's beaten some, some good guys, I think. All right, yeah, I take I it back. I retract. He's just as I, good I as he was before he took the red shirt. <laughs> you're right i've made that statement before he went to the finals last year he did go to the finals i'm gonna retract my statement it was a really competitive finals match it was riding time and, it was in overtime yeah you're I right got, i have carter uh over Makai six finals. five like, yeah yeah uh, something like that yeah yeah um mikey labriola can can beat either one of them in, on a good day uh that's like it though no. Yeah. What about Ed Ruth? I have no. I have no idea. Edmund Ruth. Yeah. Like, I. I don't know. <laughs> um. I, all right. I yeah. That's. Him I. I think Carter McKay could be a final. I think we could get a. You know, another rematch. Are there That'd any, be great. Are there any freshmen? Um. Hold on. What's the? What's the All Star Classic match there? Carter and is it Carter McKay? 
I think it's Carter and Mackay. We're getting that yeah. match next month. We could get All right, yeah. cool. All right, cool. All right, give me Carter. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, eighty four, Aaron Brooks. I Aaron Brooks and I have I have Aaron Brooks at number two on the Hodge on my Hodge list also. Um he's he's a freaking beast, man. Yeah, I I agree. Um the only thing I think hurts him. What was his bonus percentage last year? It was sixty three percent. Yeah, that that's pretty good. Let's dial it up. I mean, look, like it's, I don't. It, it's hard to bonus sixty three percent. Like that's, I think that's pretty dang good. Yeah, um, I thought it was less the year before. It was fifty percent. I'm thinking of thinking of that. Look, Jason Nolf and Bo Nickel like aren't in college wrestling anymore. This this is facts. Yeah. So like. I don't know, like, there's, unless unless you're, like, Spencer or something like that, that bonus rate, it's it's yeah. hard to get that up. Yeah, you know? no, I agree. If you had to predict Yanni's bonus rate, because you think Yanni's going to be one, too. So, obviously, you yeah. think it's higher than, let's let's say, 63% uh, is the bar. I think Yanni's, like, 70, 72. Yeah, I was going to say 70. Like, I... I don't really I'm not good with that type of stuff percentages and yeah shit. I'm not either I just if if Aaron's at 63 percent I think Aaron I think Yanni we both think Yanni's one so if the bar is 63 for two I think 70 is where Yanni is one either that way sounds about right. it's completely yeah. irrelevant means absolutely nothing I think Aaron Brooks yeah. wins 84 um yeah. I think Brooks and Parker the one versus the two again we're going to get next month at the all-star classic which I'm very excited. Yeah. Parker. Um, I think Parker Kekaisen is one of the most like slept on wrestlers in college wrestling. Too. He is without a yeah. doubt. He is. He's very, very good. Yeah. Super good. He, he's good from everywhere. Like um, he's like dangerous. He's dangerous from every position pretty much. Like that's, you know, you can't, you can't like fall asleep when you're wrestling him. Yeah. You got to wrestle through everything. Yeah. No, I think, I think he's pretty slept on Trent too. Trent Hadley's awesome. Um, yeah, there's some U23. What did you just get a bronze medal? Bronze or silver. silver? Bronze or silver, something like that. No, oh, silver. Medal. Yeah, silver U23 medal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are three three studs there. But I got AB again. Um, he absolutely dominated NCAA finals last year. Uh yeah, he's when, when it's winning time, he's gonna win. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so I like Brooks for the year. I like Brooks at the All-Star mm-hmm. Classic next month. Going up to 97. What are your pass. thoughts? You say pass? Pa- pass? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, it, it's it's the exact same weight as last year. Um, all right. Are you ready for, for my pick here, though? And I just decided what it is right now. And it's not going to be good. Let me think what you might say who do you think i'm gonna pick nino just take a no i thought you're gonna go with the hometown bias i and it was somebody who said i wouldn't think that's why i went it's a it's a super biased pick for sure are you going number preseason number eight from lehigh michael beard i'm excited to see how beard does i want to see beard wrestle this year i want to see him win 
Dude, a beer Dean. I mean, Penn State and Lehigh wrestle in a duel, so we're going to see that match. Oh, I think that's... I think. Let me confirm that. because I, I want to sick. Both awesome dudes, too, though. Yeah. Max Dean was on this podcast a couple months ago. It was very, very, friend, uh, Max, very Max friendly. Max Dean's the man. Max yeah, Dean's the man. It's, he's hard not to like that kid. He's yeah. such a good kid. Um, Lehigh, December 4th at Lehigh. So that, that's pretty exciting. Man, Black Jeez. Knight Open. I So, spoiler alert, I have Scott Green coming on the podcast Thursday. Yeah. 9 a.m. If Eastern, if you're around. Um, he coached me at Fargo. That weekend. So, I think it's West Point, Iowa, maybe, on... Friday, Bill Farrell, NYAC, Saturday, and then Black Knight Open on Sunday. It's a fun weekend if you're in the New York City area. I am going to try to make it there um, for a couple of those events. But well, super excited for that. that. Yeah, that, that was... It's funny because I was actually trying to convince Nick Lee to go because he didn't think he was going to go. And I said, you should go because Chento's going. Yeah. And then you're like, not going Bill Farrell. And, and I, I don't want to tell Nick that you're not. not. <laughs> so I hope Nick's not losing that. I want Nick to still go. I, 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 I'll tell Nick I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I want to see I want to see Nick wrestle. Yeah. All-Star right, all Classic, Warner Buchanan. And and I, I want to say this so everyone can hear me. I'm picking Jacob Warner. What's the reason? Um, because you sound like there's some force behind that history, history, and um, I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling Warner. I think that like you you keep talking about guys being hungry coming into the year. I think he's gonna be. I think I don't think he's uh. I think him making that finals last year maybe he's gonna like kind of push him a little bit to kind of like maybe I don't want to say breakthrough because he just made the finals last year, right? Yeah. But like maybe kind of like elevate his game even a little more, um, and I don't want Iowa people yelling at me. Fair. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go Buchanan. <laughs> All right, cool. Iowa people are already gonna yell at me. So this yeah, way, no, that's true. They're gonna yell at both of yeah. us no matter if what. If we both pick Warner, they will still yell at us because of some reason. They'll think um, we'll be we'll be like we're being sarcastic or something. Yeah, this weight is also interesting because internationally, this weight presents a unique situation. You have Tanner Sloan, who just got a U twenty three medal. You have Jacob Cardenas, yeah. who just got a U twenty three medal. You have Braxton Amos, who's been competing overseas. I can't remember if he's got a medal or not. But you have all these guys who are like not your average college wrestler like they're competing internationally they're getting more and more experience they're coming to the season hungry i -hmm. do think that's going to factor in i mean cardenas just won a silver medal just like trent at the u23s um so this way you know you have so many wild cards out here who could put on a show i'm very very excited to see how it shakes out all right so that's 97 um, I think Max gets it done again. I think he's an NCAA champion, and he's going to have another year in the Penn State room with David I, Hitler, Cal Sanders, that's, Jake Varner. That's the smart. 
that's the smartest pick, like for sure. Yeah, that's, that's a sharp pick. pick, I'd say. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a sharp. That's that's yeah. an easy, like smartest pick, easiest pick. So with that being said, I'm gonna go with Michael Beard. Okay. I <laughs> hey that, Michael Beard, very good wrestler. How and again, let's we're getting go, that. Let's go, Mike. Let's go, Mike. <laughs> we're 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 getting that match early December of Dean Beard, and I can't wait for that match. Um going up to heavyweight here, you have a problem. I have an absolute issue here. You have, let me set the stage for this one. You have number one ranked Colton Schultz in your room where you're training. Yeah. You have yeah. number two, Greg Kirkfleet, a roommate of yours. <laughs> I also I also live with I also live with Mike for a year too. So <laughs> I mean, this is what are your thoughts on this I got, weight? I, I got Greg in the All-Star Classic against okay. against Cassiope. Cassiope, two <laughs> times. Cassiope. Like he's like 0 and 5 against Cassiope. And I, I'm gonna pick Greg every time. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm picking Greg. Um shout out Cassiope though, two time U23 world Dude, medalist. Hell yeah, that, for that's, sure. That's an Cassiope is the real deal. As a Penn State fan, Greg is one of my guys. I I hope Greg beats Cassiope at the All-Star Classic to get that chip off your shoulder. He is like 0 and 5 against him. Yeah. And it's so funny because he he'll go out there and beat, beat winning Mason beat Mason Paris or this or that, and then Cassiope has his number. So I hope right out of the gate he gets he that win versus Tony. Um, yeah, that that'll be good. Can you? I'm assuming you can't make a pick for that. That is that seems like the the biggest conflict of interest you have. For the NCAA yeah, I mean, like, season, it's, it's literally like has, it has zero percent to do with me, so I can talk about it. Like it's, I think they're both very good, and I think either of them can win. I think, <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah, says exactly, I can talk exactly. about it. They're both very good, I, and either one yeah, can I win. Can, but like, also, I, I can see like any of the top four guys winning. Like to be honest with you, like I could see I could see Cassiope having a good tournament and winning that thing. Like beating, beating, I think he'll have a easier time beating Greg than Colton just because Colton's so big and holds position so well, and he's just like he's just really good at what he does. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't, I wouldn't be like shocked, shocked. But I think like you know, Colton and Greg are both very good, both like world caliber guys. I think. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. I'm staying away from it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Big Greg. I think he has a breakout year. I think it's him and Schultz in the NCAA finals, which yeah. I think is crazy. I am not sleeping on Mason Paris. Dude mm. is a beast. I'm not sleeping on Big Tony. I think they're both amazing wrestlers. But when you have four, only two can make the finals. And I'm going Greg and that is uh, that is how that works. Yeah, I, I got I got Greg. I got Greg Schultz finals too. And then I'm I'm gonna cut it there. Yeah. Um, yep. but heavyweight's good, man. Like, even without Gable, this is a good weight class. Yeah. I think, like, like I said, there's four guys here who could, like, are national championship caliber heavyweights. And number five, that Harvard kid, he's good too, man. So, uh, he was hurt all last year. But Can you pronounce his name? Nope. Because I can't. Try. I'm not going to try. Yeah. I... It's like when people just call me Joseph. 
Oh man. I almost commented on on that video yesterday of you with the high crotch and the um cradle yeah. and, and brought up Shane Sparks nickname for you. I almost said that is too cool, Chenzo. <laughs> Captain Captain Smooth. <laughs> uh I cannot I put there's like Big Ten Network put out all their what? What's what's Shane doing with these like matchups and stuff? Like he's I like, think Big Ten Network is making an effort to put out more and more wrestling content and Shane's just hundred percent willing to, to do it. Yeah. That that makes sense. I love Shane because he's unwavering in his opinion. He he respects oh, yeah. yours, but he's unwavering in his and he's so he has so much conviction about every decision he makes. I love it. <laughs> yeah, he does. But um I this some is, of those were funny. This is a no bias pick for you. What's your top three schools this year? In order. Uh Penn State, Arizona State, Stanford. Those are my top three. Okay. Um, no bias. No or not not in order either, actually. We could take the order out. <laughs> Those those are my top three. I think they're gonna. <laughs> no, I have I have no idea. Um, I think Iowa's gonna be solid as as they usually are. There's, I don't know. I haven't looked at I haven't looked at college wrestling a ton like since yeah like, I, since NCAs. Penn State, Iowa, Arizona State, the one, two, three ranked. I think it could very well shape out like that. I think it could get very interesting too. Definitely excited Same. for it. I'm picking Penn State to win it again. I have no reason not to. Um, right. They return you... a lot. And what they don't return, they have young guys coming in. They got yeah. NS. Bartlett, Bartlett's going to be better at 41. Levi Haynes is going to be good. The condo is going to be good. Yeah. Penn State's so funny with, like, you have the, the Nick Lees retire, and then yeah. you have the young guys. And you have these new exciting studs that it's like sometimes it's harder to get into freshmen until you've seen them for a year or two. The Penn State yeah. freshmen coming in are so good. Like even yeah, the, you kind of you kind of got to watch them like right away, right? Because like yeah, it's 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 you don't know what you're gonna get unless like me, like I lost my first match. So like so did so did Carter actually too. Me and Carter both lost our first match. So did uh didn't Mark Hall? Yep. He lost his first official match. I, I'm trying to there was somebody else. Who was it Halls whose red shirt was pulled at Iowa? Uh-huh. That's Mark. That, that was Mark. okay. Yeah. That was the one. Um yeah, he talked about that on the podcast too. That's a good story. Uh um, oh yeah. That was it, a that was a pretty interesting tournament or not tournament match. That was a fun event. I like wrestling Carver. That shit was fun. I am so excited for the college season as we kind of talk about this. Penn State has a dual um, lock haven at Penn State is only in 17 days, November 11th. Um, Arizona State, I have this open in one of my tabs. Um, Arizona State, Rutgers at Journeyman, Wrangle, Mania. That title is news to me. I have not heard Journeyman, Wrangle, Mania, but I love it. that's November twelfth. So Sounds that's, exciting. That's not far away. That's in like two and a mm-hmm. half weeks. Um, not next Saturday. The Saturday after. So like we're we're here. College wrestling's here. Um, I'm excited for you not to have the bias because I know you're gonna hop in more this year. 
do more shows. Yeah, Willie wants to do some shows too. It's just Willie responds one of every ten texts, and then I was on. I did his show with him a couple weeks ago. And he's like, "Dude, you need to hop on here every Monday with me. I love when you're on." And I'm like, "Okay, I just I, I'll just start offering him fake trades <laughs> in fantasy football so that he he'll be like, oh, like what?" And I'm like, "Just kidding, like." We want to do a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Instead. just wanted you to actually respond. Now that I have you, I'll do a Sorry. podcast tomorrow. Now that I now that I have your attention, and then he won't answer. Yeah. So. Well, but all right. That's the NCAA. That's, that's the NCAA preview. Um, we'll yeah. do some more shows and picks. We're not going to do an All Star Classic show because we just did one. Right. So kind of two for one there. All right, guys. That's Coffee Talk, Chenzo. I'm assuming you're going to train. It's like nine twenty there. I'm leaving to go train right now. Yeah. I would maybe change into I'd get out of the football uh, jersey. Kenneth Walker had 160 yards. He's a beast. Touchdowns this weekend. So I I might need a Rockets jersey at my list. How many jerseys do you rotate through? Are you um, a big jersey guy? No, not even a little bit. No. <laughs> like not like not at all. I got this because I thought it was funny. Where did you get it? Like were you just on shop? your were you like on your phone and you just ordered it? Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious of like the moment you're like, you know what? I'm getting a Kenneth Walker jersey. This is hilarious. <laughs> Whenever Rashad, when I drafted him in every league and then Rashad Penny got hurt and then he broke a big run and I said, oh, getting the jersey right now. He's going to loan me my league and All he's right. been crushing. I it. like that. That's confidence and that's calling young a boy, shot. Young boy got it. All right, guys. We'll go subscribe to Bash Mania. We'll be back Thursday in another episode. Subscribe. See ya. Later. And the beat goes on.